Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray that it is a blessing for you and your family as well this time that we get to spend together. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, the easiest way to find that information is just to go Go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need to know about us there. Today, we're going to continue walking through the book of Acts. And friends, I pray this has been a great blessing for you as it has been a great blessing for me. We're going to start today in Acts chapter 4 and verse number 15. The Bible says, after they had ordered Peter and John to leave the Sanhedrin, so Peter and John have now boldly proclaimed the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ before the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin has no answer for them because of the boldness they recognized they had been with Jesus. Because of the crippled man who had been healed that was standing with them, they knew they had nothing to say in response. And so they tell them to leave and now the Sanhedrin, they confer together. What are we going to do about these men, they say in verse 16. For an obvious sign. Now here's the thing. Isn't it amazing? I mean, these guys are the ones who put Jesus to death. There's, there's evidence now circulating through the streets that Jesus is not still in the tomb. He's been resurrected. But these are the individuals who are propagating the lie that the disciples have come and stolen his body. So if the disciples have come and stolen his body, it should reason out that the disciples would be quiet at this moment. It would also reason out that this man couldn't be healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene if he's indeed a dead man. But now they're conferring among themselves and they're saying, you know, hey, look, look, uh, it's just true. There's, there's an obvious sign. Something's happened here. We can't deny it. All the people have seen it. So what can we do? The Bible says they even say we cannot deny it. Verse 17. However, so this doesn't spread further among the people. All right. We don't want this getting out. We don't want people to know that, that people are still being healed in the name of Jesus. I mean, after all, we, we killed him. And we, we, tried to, we tried to squelch out this whole thing. And, and, and so we can't let this get out. So, so, so let's make sure that this doesn't get any further than this. Here's the idea, okay? We'll just threaten them, they say, in verse number 17. We'll just tell them, if you go on speaking in this name, then this is going to be the consequence, the Bible says in verse 18. So they called for them and they ordered them not to preach and not to teach at all in the name of Jesus. So just stop. Stop speaking. Stop teaching. Stop preaching. Stop telling. Stop testifying. Stop evangelizing. Just quit. And if you don't quit, then this is going to be what happens to you. You're going to face this, this extreme punishment. Now I want you to listen to what Peter and John say. Verse Number 19, you talk about boldness. Once again, these are the same folks that put Jesus to death. You remember 
that they were standing before Caiaphas and Annas and the Sanhedrin, the religious leaders of the day, the same ones who had stood and condemned Jesus and had him crucified. That's who these men are standing before. And I want you to listen to Peter and John. This is boldness, friends. And this is truly the mark of somebody who's been gripped by the call of God on their life to be to be heralds of the gospel. This is truly the mark of two men who knew in their hearts Jesus was more than just a man and he is resurrected and he is coming back and salvation can be found only in him. If they weren't convinced of these things, this is the moment they give it up. If they weren't convinced, this is the moment they throw in the towel and they say, you know what, guys, you're right. We'll just take it to the house. You know, we're not going to go any further with any of these things. That's what they do here. If they, if they don't believe it in their heart, then it's over. But listen to what they say. Verse 19, but Peter and John answered and said, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you Rather than God, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. Peter and John say, look here. Just like you say, an obvious sign has been done and you can't deny it. So we know and we saw with our own eyes all the things that Jesus did while he was here on this earth. And we know and we saw him crucified. And we know, and we saw him resurrected. Just like you can't deny the boldness in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And just like you can't deny that a lame man who sat by your gates for all these years is now standing before you walking. We can't deny what God has shown us through the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, whether it's not, whether it's right or not, for you to order us to stop speaking in these things, you decide. But just let it be known that no matter what you say to us, no matter what you tell us, no matter how much you threaten us, we will not stop telling. We will not stop teaching. We will not stop preaching. And we will not stop testifying of what we have seen and what we have heard. Friends, listen to me. This is the type of believer that we need more than ever today. Our belief system is constantly under attack around this globe and constantly Believers in the Lord Jesus Christ are being maligned, they're being threatened, they're being persecuted and even put to death. When John Kerry was the Secretary of State of the United States, he said publicly that there is a mass genocide against Christians across the planet. And so even the United States government recognizes that Christians around the world are being killed for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is easy, friends. It would be so easy for us just to back up and just to say, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth the pain. It's not worth the sacrifice. It's not worth my life. I'll just be quiet and I'll just go home. 
But if you are a true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, something has gripped you down in your soul. And something has a hold of you that won't let go. And you know in your heart that the Lord Jesus Christ has saved you from your sin. And they can threaten us with all persecution. And they can come against us with their full frontal assault of the hell, of the forces of hell. But friends, if God has gotten a hold of your heart and you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, let them decide the laws. Let them decide what they want to do to us. But as for us, we can not stop telling and teaching and preaching and testifying of what God has done in our lives because we know it to be true and we've seen the evidence of it in our lives and in the lives of others. And so even if it costs us our very life, we must stand on the gospel of Jesus and continue preaching, teaching, telling, testifying until the day he comes because there is a world that is lost and needs to know of the saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today in your walk with him, keep moving, keep pressing, keep, keep, keep pushing forward, never waver in your proclamation of the gospel. Friends, listen, I love you so much. I pray today for your boldness as you go and teach and tell the good news of Jesus. May God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you next time.